I met Joshua and I knew we were going to go into a relationship and I knew I had to like really deal with his past. I would have liked to have had someone to talk to, you know, about this kind of thing. And I didn't have anyone. So I'm glad that I have this opportunity to talk to you guys because I'm sure it will really be a blessing. Okay. That being said, thank you so much for the opportunity. Let me get, get into it. Mm. So the first time I met Joshua, I saw him and um, it was in NYC camp. That was NYC camp with Jalingo 2016. Yeah. Um, November 24th. That's the yes. day we met. I can't yes. remember the exact same day. Anyway, <laughs> so I met him and he was wearing this red and blue t-shirt looking, you know, all handsome and smashing. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy is so fine. Sorry, say that again. What? What? This guy is so fine. Handsome mm. and smashing. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Anyway, that's, been, that's not the point of this whole story. So let me get to the main point. So when we met in camp, we became friends. Do I, do I need to go into how we met? I think I should just speak yeah, through just that speak part. Okay. So if you want to know about that, yeah, you can meet us privately for <laughs> for just... But I think I should just get to the main point. Yeah. So when we met in camp, we became friends. We got really close. We used to do stuff together. We're always hanging out together and all that. So in camp, because we became friends, we became sort of open with each other. So Joshua told me some parts of his past in camp. Yeah. He told me how he had like, cause I was a virgin when I met Joshua. Um, I was going to say I'm still a virgin, but what kind of thing is that? <laughs> I'm like, in my head I was like, I, I'm a virgin. I'm like, no, you're not a virgin. You're married. You have a child. You can't be a virgin anyway. So I was a virgin sorry, when I met sorry, Joshua. Sorry, sorry. Quick question. Quick question. Yeah. What happened? What jammed you? What happened you? to my virginity? What happened to you? I married you. That's... <laughs> You destroyed my virginity. Wow. Destroyer. Yes, that's that's me. Yeah. That's me. Okay. Thank you very much. So um when I met Joshua, we became friends in camp and like I said, we came we we're open with each other. So Joshua was telling me about his past and but he was just telling me like on a friendship level as in this is all I've been through. He told me how he had a very dangerous girlfriend then, mm. how he almost lost his life because of the nature of the relationship. The relationship was really toxic and he was just telling me how he had just been in a series of toxic relationships. He was always cheating and he just mentioned he just spoke about a lot. And Can then at that, that point the reason, okay the reason why I could talk to you openly yeah. about those is because he just created this environment. What is it? Well, Joshua, virgin destroyer. <laughs> Virginity destroyer. My God. Anyway, so the reason I could talk to you about all those stuff that time was because you you created this environment where you did not judge me. Mm. You were just you just wanted to hear my story, hear my side, mm. and show Christ to me. So you weren't really judge you or anything. For the first time, I could I had never told anybody what the things mm. I told you. Even the girl, the person, the people I was dating. I was about to say the person I was dating. Meanwhile, the dating people. So the people <laughs> I was dating. You're bad in monology. <laughs> the people I was dating, I did not. None of them knew about this. So mm. thank okay. you for that. Yeah, thank you for being open as well. So, um, at that point when Joshua was telling me about his past, and then he was also telling me how. Um, he can't be in a relationship without sex. And I'm like, uh-uh. Oh, why would you say he can't be in a relationship without sex? I had been in two relationships and I had not had sex with anybody. So I was trying to make him see that sex is not a requirement for a successful relationship. And he was like, he doesn't know about that though. Can't have a relationship without sex and all that. So I'm like, okay, let's agree to disagree. But then I tried to convince him mm. as to why it's important not to have sex while we are dating and all that. So... Um, so what, why I mentioned this camp story was to share with you that at this point when Joshua told me about his past for the first time, I 
well he was just telling we're not going to start a relationship he was just telling me as a friend so i'm like oh that's your past it's fine it doesn't affect me you know it's cool i'm, I'm not going Sorry. to i Sorry, won't judge you i think you yeah. need to go and drop so guys we need to go and drop our Hadassah, one, one minute one please minute. just try to keep them occupied I'll, I'll all right back. so guys i know how to rap let me rap for you people testing don't testing <laughs> okay okay well, come back i don't know what to do myself now they don't hear so she had to go and drop our daughter she's sleeping so we don't want her to dis- dis- disrupt disrupt yes she's had disrupt our conversation so she'll come back real quick so yeah i know met in camp and it was just it was a very nice thing to see somebody who represented christ in such a very uh you know how sometimes christians are always like uh, you, you're a sinner, can't be with you. Ah, condemnation, condemnation, pew, 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 condemnation. We should think that condemnation God. But Ope was so accepting and so. Not that she was accepting of what I used to do, of my sin and all of that, but she gave me a listening ear while showing me what Christ could do. Yeah. Take it away. Alright, okay. So um, at that point, Joshua was just my friend and I just um, accepted his past as a friend and I didn't judge him. I'm like, okay, that's your past, that's fine. I told him. Um, I tried to share with him, you know, more about God to realize, to make him realize that, like, he could come out of all the things he was going through with God. But I did not impose. I just showed him that there was a way out and all that. And I think I provided a listening ear where I listened to him and I didn't judge him at all. And I was, I liked him at that point. I was attracted to him, but I was like, well... Because of where he was at that point, I knew that we couldn't be in a relationship because he wasn't saved. Mm. So I wasn't handling his past at that point. I just listened to it and gave him advice as a friend. So, okay. Fast forward to... Okay, okay. All right. So, okay, I think I should get him moving to how I actually did handle his past when we were going to get into a relationship. So, um, when Joshua, I think he realized... He was going to, he loved me and he would want to get married to me at about February. I think that was February 2018 or so. Was it 2017? I think it was 2017 because we got married 2018. Yeah. So, and at that point, I was in another relationship. I wasn't ready for a relationship with him. So, but he just persisted and we were friends. And I think he, there was a point where he then he he got saved yes and he when he got saved and he had his holy spirit encounter his encounter with the lord he totally changed like he to- i could tell he was a different joshua from the joshua i met in camp like when we were in camp i could still even though he was a really awesome guy but i could still see traits of selfishness you know in him and i could see still sorry i could still see traits of lust sort of in him you yeah, know in, in oh. camp so I I just knew that this guy is not where he's supposed to be spiritually and I can't be with him because he's not saved. Mm-hmm. So when he got saved, like I hadn't met him physically, but from our conversations, I could tell that he was saved. Our conversations changed. He was so passionate about God. We started to talk about God a lot. Like our conversation became so God-centered. You know, it was so God-centered that it was, I enjoyed talking to him and all that and at that point i think he was handling a a lot of stuff from his past as well Mm. so he needed someone to talk to and he was like okay he has not been totally open with me about his past because he hadn't told me everything Mm. so 
he now went ahead at this point to tell me everything about his past the names of the people were still friends but the names of people he had slept with everything details about them and he just like he was really really detailed because i wanted him to be detailed as well so when he told me everything i'm like wow and he was like okay after hearing this you're probably not going to want to talk to me anymore you're just probably going to cut off for me and all that because when i told you in camp i probably tried to paint myself good i didn't let you know how bad it was or how bad of a person i was in my relationship and how i cheated and all that so and i'm telling you all that now so i feel like it's going to affect our relationship our friendship and i'm fine with that it's okay i understand like i mean it's face the consequences of my action and all that and i was like oh no it's fine it's your past you are saved now you know jesus loves you, it's your past and all that. that that's fine it's not a problem to me i'd just like to interject here mm. um when i got saved and i know we still were friends and then <sighs> i liked her and now and the Lord led me to tell her about my past, be honest about what he had delivered me from, everything. But I was I didn't want to tell her because I liked her. Yeah. And if I tell her the kind of person she is, I knew like I felt she's a virgin, her life is straight. She yeah. didn't she doesn't have anything that I had. She's just amazing. And me, my life was like outside. It was just anyhow and stuff. And if I tell her about my past, the person I am now, she's, she likes this person I am now. And we're talking. I mean, too, I like the person I am now since I got saved. I like just forget about my past. But then the Lord told me to tell her. And I was like, I can't tell her. I'm not going to tell her. But then the Lord was persistent about it. I was like, okay. First and foremost, I friendzoned her in my mind. So that mm-hmm. if she, stopped like, she stops liking me and stops talking to me because I told her about my past. I was honest about my past. It don't hurt me that much. And then I told her. And then from a response, it was so, ah, it was so, I don't know how to explain it. Nothing changed. Like, mm. nothing changed within the way that I liked her, within the way she liked me, mm. within the way we were talking, our friend. Nothing changed. We are still friends. We are still close together. And it just made me have this um, confidence to tell other people about what I had been through. Because the Lord was wanted me to tell other people. Mm. First and foremost, I was like, no, I can't tell anybody. Then he now told me to tell her. So after I told her, he now said that if I could tell, if the most, two most important people in my life at that point, that's her mm. and him. If they don't care about it, if they have forgotten to put it as far as it is from the West, who else matters? Nobody else matters. So that's when I started telling the entire world about my whole testimony and everything. So I just want to tell you that the way you saw me, the way you, the way you accepted Aww. me, like it meant, nice. it meant so much to this me. Is it a, really, this is a teary moment. <laughs> it really, it really meant so much to me. It really meant a lot to my ministry, which is helping people mm. that are going through what I went through come out because it's because of how you accepted me and the way you saw me, the way Christ did. Mm. It really, really humbled me and it touched my heart. So thank you. You're welcome, babe. <laughs> oh my God, guys. <laughs> I might just cry. Okay. All right. I'm not going to cry. Good to be strong about this <laughs> so um what i was going to say was at that point i was just friends with joshua i liked him i had feelings for him but we we're just friends basically so handling his past was i feel sort of easy for me because it was just my friend i mean how is the past affecting me mm. it's just my it's not my husband so my boyfriend so his past is his past you know mm. so but when um some months later around june when i started knowing that okay when the lord began to convince me and work on my heart and I started realizing that okay Joshua might actually be my husband and we might get married and be together forever then his past became an issue for me because like I said before I dealt with it as a friend 
you know so it wasn't an issue but now i'm going to deal with it as a wife and knowing that when we get married his past is my past and knowing the kind of person joshua is he's not going to be silent about his past he's going to tell everybody so if i was going to be ashamed about it or feel sort of stigmatized by it like it's going to be out there everybody's going to know mm. and if i don't accept it and embrace it and deal with it i'm going to stop him from sharing his testimony because i'm concerned about how it to make me look mm. and how it to make me feel mm. and that will be me destroying his ministry so like there were so many sides to it so and before now before i met joshua i had this fantasy this dream of marrying a virgin laugh at me if you like <laughs> say whatever you, you got married the exact whatever opposite. I had a dream of my virgin because I was a virgin, so I was like, oh, virgin, virgin, you know, very virgin, virgin, <laughs> virginous marriage. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That was not is. funny, sorry. I, I'm just laughing because oh you're cute. Oh my God. <laughs> <funny. sighs> okay, anyway. <laughs> so I, was, I just always looked forward to marrying a virgin. So when I was now realizing that, oh, I'm going to get married to Joshua, hmm, that this was before I said yes to him by the way mm. and when i was like really considering the fact that i'm going to say yes to him so i <laughs> i was just thinking and and i'm like okay so that means i'm going to give up my dream of marrying a virgin not only am i going to give up my dream of marrying a virgin everybody's going to know like not marry a virgin <laughs> because my husband is very open you know about his past and all that so <laughs> oh my god, somebody said Betty. Jodim said Betty Atlantic. <laughs> Suddenly, <makes sense. laughs> I, I did. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, Sorry, wow. I didn't see that coming, Joe. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so back to what I was saying. Um, Oh my god, I just lost my train of thought. No, but... Where you were talking about how we. You didn't know. You, you were starting to come to terms with yes. the fact that i'm open about yes what yes I was going all right to and okay. everybody will know so everybody. that your husband yes so, so at that point i now knew that okay god i have to deal with joshua's past and i have to deal with it by myself outside of joshua not him convincing me oh you have to accept my past you have to accept me i'm like no if i'm going to accept joshua i need to accept him past and all it's who he is you know so I spoke to God and I, I said, God, if you are giving me Joshua as a husband, I don't want his past to be an issue for me. I don't want to ever feel like, oh, I'm better than him. Or ever feel in the marriage like, oh, I kept myself as a virgin and he didn't. So um, I'm a better person than him. I don't want to ever look down on him. I don't want his past to ever be an issue in our marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I felt like it was going to be an issue because of the dream, the, like the whatever the fantasy i had always had so i i didn't want to, to always feel like oh i sold myself short or i never got the kind of person i wanted or i settled for joshua I, I wanted to see him as all that he was you know so i was just laying pouring out my heart to god and i'm like god if you've really given joshua to me as a husband please help me to deal with his past so one thing i like to point out here is that you have to deal with the person's past talk to god about it you know it's okay to talk to the person about it, but I think most of all, you should handle it with God. So when I spoke to God about it, the response God gave me was a forgiving him. And if I've forgiven him, God even asked me this question, you know, said, okay, between you, between me and you, who did Joshua hurt most? Did he sin against you or sin against me? And I was having this conversation with God and I'm like, okay, sin against you. And it's like, okay, and did I forgive him? Yes, you forgive him. Do I hold it against him? No, you don't hold it against him. Have I forgotten about it? Do I treat him like it never 
existed and i say yes you do and then he's like then why are you holding on to it if i'm the one he hurts more if i'm the one he hurts he didn't even hurt himself mm. because really i was not in the past with him but if i'm the one he hurts you know that's god saying this if i'm the one he hurts and i'm forgiving him then why are you holding on to it mm. i'm forgiving him you should forgive you know just as i have forgiven him so when god said that it, it just opened my eyes and i realized why am i holding on to this god has forgiven him god remembers it no more if god remembers it no more then it doesn't exist and then i have no right to hold on to it because god has forgiven me too and god does not remember my sin so and at that point god opened my eyes and made me realize that he was giving me a virgin because to god joshua was a virgin so god made me see that god made me see joshua as a virgin like that past his past was past it was past to god so it's it was now past to me so to god god was giving me a virgin and i had to view him as what god saw him as i had to see him rather as what god saw him as and god saw him as a virgin so at from that moment my mindset changed and he became a virgin to me so I think that was the point where I dealt with, like, that, that was the point where I dealt with Joshua's past at that point. And I dealt with it in the place of prayer, in the place of conversation with God, where God made me realize that Joshua was a virgin to him. So if Joshua is a virgin to him, then he's giving me a virgin. And that just solved the mm. issue of the past at, the, at that, that moment. Can I yeah. just say that the way you, you, you handled it, it's, it was so... I don't know how to explain it because you didn't I appreciate that you did not you did not come to me and mm. tell me to handle it for you. Mm. Do you understand? Because it would have been an issue for me because I didn't the way I saw myself was the way God saw me. Mm. Do you understand? So if it was going to be an issue for you, I would have known how to handle it because to me Christ already handled it for me. Mm. Do you understand? And I chose his view of myself rather than the view of my past that mm. my past was trying to give me to view myself anyway mm. so the way you the way you handled it after you after all of this you came and told me about mm. it mm. and it just made me feel so comfortable with you and so mm. like thank you so much thank you go on yeah okay so because i had handled this with god whenever joshua shared his testimony i was happy i was excited that he shared it you know i commented and i encouraged him to share his testimony because I wasn't, it was like, it was what it was to me. It was past. I wasn't stigmatized by it. Mm. Left to me, like I said, God gave me a virgin. I was marrying the virgin I always wanted because that's who he was to God. So his past didn't mean anything to me anymore. And at that point, even if I met anyone from his past, it was his past. Do you like, we need to draw a, there's a line between past and present, especially when somebody is saved. I tell you, nothing changes someone like salvation. What the Bible says about a new heart, that is just what it is. He really takes away your heart of stone and gives you a new heart. The Joshua I know now is totally different from the unsaved Joshua. Like, I, they were two different people. Like, I've seen the work of God in Joshua's life because they were two different people. So this issue of dealing with someone's past is only when the person is saved. Not the one that the person is not saved and you want to deal. The person has a place. It's going to, okay, we're going to get to that mm -hmm. shortly. But anyway... So I was able to handle his past because he was saved. And you can see that I got the confidence and assurance. I got my assurance from God, not from Joshua. Mm. So I got my assurance from God that the past won't repeat itself. Mm. I got it from God because God made me realize that Joshua was his son and he was giving his son to me. Mm. And 
Joshua was saved and that that's Joshua is saved and that is my assurance. Okay. So um I'm trying to just briefly go through the guidelines to be sure I'm Okay, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So, 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 to be sure that <laughs> I'm speaking in line, okay. So, yeah, one thing that God made me realize was that if He, God, who Joshua hurt most, had forgiven him, who was I to hold on to the hurt? So, we must realize that if God has forgiven this person, you have no rights. The devil wants to make you feel like I have a right to be hurt that this person did this in the past because it's, it's going to reflect somehow on me because I'm present partner, but no. Mm. If God has forgiven this person, you have no right to hold on to it, okay? Mm. So, um, the fears. Did I have fears? Hmm. The fears I would say I had, I didn't necessarily have fears of um, the act, past action repeating itself because, like I said, God had given me assurance, you know, that it won't happen because mm. I knew Joshua was saved. So, but the fears I had was where, rather, that I won't measure up. You know, I was afraid that I won't measure up. Like, Joshua has had so much sexual experience with different ladies, and they probably done all that stuff, and then I'm a virgin. I don't even know how to be sexy, you know, <laughs> all those kind of things. So I'm like, so how would I be in marriage? Will I be able to measure up since he has been exposed? Will I just be boring? You know, all, all these things were fears for me. So I, I want Joshua to come in at this point and just talk, I don't know. What do you have to say though? And what? So, um, how... Okay, these were the fears okay, I had. Okay, how good. was this not an issue for you in marriage? That I didn't have sexual exposure? Experience? Oh, yeah, because when I was being celibate, my two years of being celibate before mm. we got married, um, I learned I learned a lot about the wrong idea of what sex was. Mm-hmm. Like, um, people feel like you need to gather up experience to be mm. able to have great sex. But it's not true, right? Mm. It's not true. Uh, what what makes great sex is two people who are honest with themselves mm. who are coming together to create their own pattern of mm. sex like mm. you're a different person okay mm. i'm a different person mm. right now both of us have to have sex create our own pattern of sex mm. that's unique to you and me because mm. we're both different people mm-hmm. now if i'm having sex with somebody else mm. that person is different mm. and i'm a different person both of us have to create a unique pattern mm. so this thing of having sex uh, with plenty of people so that I can uh, gain experience is a lie. It's a, it's a lie of the devil, yeah. right? So now, getting into marriage, yeah. I got into marriage with a clean slate because yeah. I unlearned a lot of rubbish yeah. about sex that was not true, yeah. right? So I got into marriage with a clean slate of knowing that yeah. me and you have to create our own pattern of sex yeah. and it will not happen immediately yeah. the first time we have sex. Yeah. It will take a few times of trying mm. and having sex together and mm. practice and this in this case practice was is amazing I yes. enjoy practicing <laughs> practice in marriage like yeah. you have the rest of your life <laughs> anyway so okay. it has gotten so much better from mm. the first time we had it and yes. normally it will, it will not take it's not as immediate because mm. we're two different people mm. trying to understand our bodies mm. do you understand so the more we're open and honest with each other the better mm. our sex became yeah so that was that was what's the second what was the second fear? No, okay. I let, let me just um comment more okay, on okay, that. Okay. Okay, okay. So um because just you see, as much as sex is a thing of the body, sex is a thing of the heart as well. Yes. So you see the, I, f- I believe mm-hmm. that the way um people in Christ have sex is different from the way people of the world have sex. Yeah. Because in when both of you are saved, you are seeking to serve each other in mm-hmm. sex you're seeking mm-hmm. to please each other mm-hmm. and in that you please yourselves yeah yeah so because joshua's heart had changed his sexual life 
mm-hmm. had changed as well. His sexual, will I say appetite? I don't know. Anyway, his sexual life had changed as well. Yeah, and remember, appetite too, because the I've like I've been addicted to sex. Yes. Not saved. Mm. Two years celibate, then go married and we're having mm-hmm, sex. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is actually true. Like, so in those two years yeah. of Joshua being celibate, God taught him the right things about sex. So exactly. I'm just using to point out, if you've had a bad past, it's important to unlearn yes. all the bad things. Yes. It's important to have a period of singleness where you unlearn all the garbage because yes. you don't want to carry that into marriage. Yes. It's going to certainly affect the marriage. Yes. So God like worked on him, mm-hmm. worked on his heart, mm-hmm. such that I really got a full and complete virgin, mm-hmm. you know, when, well, by the time it was time for us to have sex, because his heart had been changed as well. Yeah. His appetite and everything was, you know, was worked on. All right. Yeah. So what's the so, other fear? Um, yeah, I think that's basically okay, okay. The, the fear I, I had. Mm. Okay. So, like, yeah, I remember another fear. Another fear I had was, how was I going to deal with the other girls? Like, the girls from his past, when mm. I meet them. Right, okay, right. so, how is it going to be awkward? <laughs> I'll be like, oh, my God, my husband had sex with this person. How was it? Oh, I, was, I was wondering, will I have, will I be thinking when I see them and all that? Mm. And, well, I haven't met a lot of them, but I think I met, like, two mm. or three or so. Anyway, but when I met them, it was just normal. Like, I just felt, oh, it's past. I was even, like nice to them we even we flowed self we just said we hugged and it was okay i wasn't hurt by it because like i said it's past mm, mm. you need to like the how to handle this thing is just to let the past be past don't be bringing it into the future don't be bringing it into your mind it's past that's not who your spouse is anymore that's not who joshua is anymore that was him before mm. so there's no need for me to be imagining what he did to, with them how it was like and all that that's not relevant that doesn't happen anymore you know now it's just both of us so doing that will just like hurt me and past is past like i said that's that's a basic way to do with past okay um and one thing is i have never referred to any of his past mistakes in our marriage never and that was another thing that came out of my conversation with the lord about joshua's past because at that point when I was talking to God, I said, God, I want his past to be past. I don't want to ever feel cheated in marriage that, oh, me, I'm good and he's not good. Or I don't want to ever think of his past in marriage and feel hot. Mm. Or I don't want to ever see a girl he has been with and feel bad mm. about it, you mm. know. So, and God helped me to deal with that. Yeah. Okay. So, I've never made any reference to his past mistakes. So, I just want to use this to point out that when you accept someone with their past and you forgive their past mistakes, you don't make reference to it. At all. You make no reference to it. Even when you meet people that they have been with in the past, you don't make reference to it and say, oh, ah, this is your... I, like, I don't even know how to make reference to it now, even in joke, because mm. I don't make reference to it at all. Mm. So I don't feel you should make any reference to it because it's exactly what this is past. All right. Uh, like, I think another thing I'd like to point out is... Because um, I was not I was not going to tell you mm. about everything. It was the Lord that led me to tell mm. you. And I'm glad he did because... It's important you knew. Mm. So that nobody can come and tell you something that you don't already know. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Nobody could hold it. Yeah. I would tell her yeah. this thing. I'm like, I'll now start to start yeah. blackmailing me yeah. or something. Yeah. Or because I was going to share my testimony with people. Mm. Do you understand? And mm. be open about my mm. my dark past. Do you mm. understand? So it was very important that you knew all about it. Mm. All my mistakes. Mm. Openly, so that when I'm sharing it, you're not lost. You're not like, oh, I don't know this. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that. So I'm really glad that I was able to tell you about my entire past. And for some people, it might not be as 
because sometimes some people can can fake it mm. and they want to be with you and then you tell them your past mm. and then they just use it to hurt you and they mm. run away mm. so like i think one of the things we should be careful about we should make sure we're led there's a time there's a time we need to tell people about our past yes. but we should make sure we are led by the spirit of god mm. to to delve into our past when we're mm. with this person, do you mm. understand? Because that's when I that's when I was only able to tell you. Because I didn't want to tell you. It's when the mm. Holy Spirit led me to tell you. So I feel that's where it should be. And then even if this person sees your past as as an issue and does not accept you, mm. doesn't really like forget that person. The person, the person is, is not, not worth the, it. Yeah, the person is not the one for you because yeah. really yeah. to be married to someone. You have to accept their past, yeah. all of it, all of and it. it should not be an issue to you. Yeah. So if you tell someone your past and they have problems with mm. it and they keep referring to it, please don't be with that person. You don't want someone that will constantly be throwing your past in your no face, face for yeah. the rest of your life, yeah. for the rest of your marriage. Someone that will keep making you feel like you are not equal or I'm better than you mm. or I did you a favor by marrying you despite your past. Mm. No. Mm. You're not doing me a favor. I'm whole and complete and loved by God. I'm a yes. virgin to God. Yes. You're not doing me a favor. If you exactly. cannot accept it, please come and be going. Exactly. Yeah. To the left, to the left. Yes, to the right. Everything. Is it, is it to, to the left? Right? I don't know. To the left, to the right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, if it's on the gospel song now, trust me. We will not yes, lyrics. Back to back to yes. back. Yes. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> so um I think we should talk about um history always repeats itself versus people change. All right. All right. Yeah. So this has a lot to oh, do. Somebody said it's to the left, so let's sing it. To, to the, the left, left, to the left. left. Everything you own, the box to the left. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. To the left, to the left. Hey, Joshua, please. Everything you own in the box to the left. Sure, mm, mm, sure, mm, mm, sure. Mm, 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 mm. Anyway, I don't know the parts. Whatever. On, okay. That's not what it's about. Okay. Yeah. All right. So history always repeats itself versus people change. All right. So I'm going to start with the first part of the phrase, which is history always repeats itself. Mm. So if someone is not saved, brothers and sisters the past will repeat itself that's all that's all like like, for me there's one thing i've I've really gotten to understand from the lord is that Mm -hmm. i don't trust you per se i trust the god you are submitted to Mm -hmm. i know that this i trust the spirit which he puts inside you Mm -hmm. i trust his the fruit of that spirit the evidence mm-hmm. of that spirit lane mm-hmm. that's who i trust and yeah. i know that this will happen so mm-hmm. it's the same thing with me yeah. my past is not going to matter because you know who i'm submitted to yeah you know who 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 i love with all my heart who mm-hmm. i will not even hurt first mm-hmm. and foremost mm-hmm. before i think of hurting you mm-hmm. do you understand so that's what you trust so mm-hmm. in that sense we we are not going to say history will, will repeat it's itself mm-hmm. so that's why for somebody who is unsaved you mm-hmm. can't trust because Human beings fail. Yes. <clears throat> Do you understand? You see, and this sin nature, mm-hmm. like, what helps us to fight the sin nature is our new nature in Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and the Holy Spirit within us. Mm-hmm. That's why when we, we don't feel comfortable in sin anymore, mm-hmm. that's why when we want to sin, like, we, the Holy Spirit in us gives us the self-control to prevent mm-hmm. us from sinning. Mm-hmm. Anyone who does not have the Holy Spirit does not have the, the control, Mm-mm. the guard can't. against sin. They are just prone to sin because sin, like this world is a world of sin and sin is part of our nature. So if someone is not saved, history is going to repeat itself. They can say, I'm going, I used to be a player. I'm going to change for you. I'm going to change, blah, 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 whatever. 
they are not going to change they, because they don't have the it's not like they don't want to change or mm. they don't love you they don't even have the ability, ability to, to change, change. Yeah. because the ability to change comes from god yes you know yeah. so versus people change all mm. right people change now so when god changes somebody mm-hmm. you know when god changes is a heart change yeah. you have transplant takes away the heart of stone and gives you a heart of flesh mm-hmm. so when someone is saved their heart is changed mm-hmm. so this new heart is changed and it's changed forever yeah. and the holy spirit in you is the seal of that change yeah so when i'm trusting in the change the joshua i'm trusting in god mm-hmm. and i'm trusting the spirit of god in him that mm-hmm. the spirit of god in him is going to keep him changed mm-hmm. and he because he's accountable to god he's changed forever yeah. and once he has saved he has saved you know yeah. so i think that sort of answers the question of um History always repeats itself versus yeah. people change. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so All right. If anybody has any questions still on this matter, please you can yes you can comment. Please, if you have any questions, just you, you can yeah you, you can, can drop in the comment drop section comment so section. that we can answer it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so you can only be sure of change in Christ because this change was as a result of commitment to Christ, and as long as persons committed to Christ, change is permanent. Okay, yeah. so it's Christ that keeps them change, not you. Yeah. So you can trust in change. Yeah. All right, so history will most likely not repeat itself when Christ is involved because the Holy Spirit in you gives you control over the sin, sin nature. Yeah. yeah. And our commitment to God and the Holy Spirit helps us to do the right thing. Yeah. So this person's commitment to God and the Holy Spirit will help them to um, do the right thing. Basically. Somebody just asked a question, what yeah. matter are just tuned in? So we're talking about um, dealing with the past of your partner. When yes. you're in a relationship, how yeah. to deal with the past of your partner when you're in a relationship. If you have any questions about that, um, just throw them out there. And yeah. also, because you're just tuned in, we spoke a lot about yeah. stuff. And um, the podcast is going to be uploaded maybe today or tomorrow. Okay. So you can go back and listen to. But somebody has a question. The question is, at what point do you open up about, about your, your past? past? All right. Right. So um, I opened up about my past to Okwe when I... When we were, we were just friends then. Yeah. But I think, okay, first of all, he told me generally about his past. Mm. When like, we were just friends. When we were when just we friends. Camp, so I knew uh, the kind of person he was and the kind of past he had. So if I didn't want to be his friend at that point, so it was just time for me to work out. No need to come and be forming holy boy for mm-hmm. me. Then later <laughs> or on, I'll uh, now be dazzled by yeah. it. Then later, I think when he got convinced that he was going to, he wanted to get married to me, he knew, okay. If since I want to commit to this girl for the rest of my life, this mm. is the point where I let her know who I was before, all mm. of me, so that there are no surprises. Mm. Let's mm. know who we are and accept each other on that basis. Yeah. So that was where Joshua came clean and he told me everything, details, names, and everything. And I, I actually did not want to tell her, yeah. just to be clear, I did not want to tell her, but the Lord led me to tell her mm. at that point because we were going to get very serious and he wanted me to tell her and he didn't stop telling me, tell her, tell her, tell her, until mm. I did tell her. So yeah, that's where you that's yeah. that make so, sure you're led. Yes. And make sure it's going to be it's something that you know both of you know that mm, it's going to be something mm, very mm, serious. Yeah. A really very serious relationship. Okay. So that's where you tell. Okay. Yeah. So you can like mention it when you get close to someone that oh I I do, I have a bad past and mm. all that, but you don't really have to go into details until like it's going to you know, this relationship is getting pretty serious and mm, it could mm. lead to marriage. Then you tell the person your past before you I would say before you get engaged or even... Yeah, yeah before you get engaged. Before, before you even start dating. Thinking, yes, before you start yeah. thinking that of getting yes, engaged and yes. all that. Anyway, yeah. okay. so like another thing I would like to point out is that 
it's very important we see each other through the eyes of Christ. Mm. It's very important. True. Like for me, it was so important we, when we were just friends. Because mm. I remember there was a time that I made a mistake. Like I know we liked each other. Mm. The time I made a mistake, that time that I, I almost um I allowed pride set in and then mm. I almost had sex with somebody else. Mm. And then I I did not mm. last minute the Lord gave me strength to run away and I ran away. Mm. And I felt ah, should I tell you, should I not tell you, should I tell you? Everybody that was I told about it, mm. they were like, No, I should not tell you because they knew I liked you. Mm. They knew you liked you. We were just friends, yeah. mm. but they were telling me no. I shouldn't tell you. It should just spoil everything. And mm. but then the Lord still told me to tell you about mm. it at that, about that moment. And then when I told you about it, still you look the way you saw me was the way Christ saw me. Also, mm. you forgave me. It, like we're not dating, yeah. mm. but you didn't you did not hold my like my almost mistake mm. over my head. Mm. And I was never uh, that time was prayer that uh, that made mm. me fall. I'm never it's never going to happen anymore. Mm. Anyway, but. Uh, the fact that you saw me the way Christ yeah. really did help. Right. I'm glad. Christ in me. Mm, the hope of glory. glory Christ in me revealed, revealed to you. Yes. <laughs> and we're going to reveal some more tonight. <coughs> wow. Wow. I, didn't see, I don't know how that came in here, guys. Please. Okay. I was going to say, I don't know how, what Joshua is talking about. I'm a virgin, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So the second part we're supposed to talk about is living with your partner's past. Yeah. Okay. So bear in mind that even when you forgive someone for their past, there are still consequences. For example, the people they had um the people in their past don't just automatically disappear mm. and just leave the face of the earth because you're forgiving them or they, they they are still going to have to meet these people. Mm. You're still going to come in contact with them, you're still going to see them on social media. Yeah. They are yeah. still like around. around. You know, and it's even worse. What of when the person has a child out of wedlock? Mm, true. What of what if the person has a baby mama? Mm. And or the person is a baby mama mm-hmm. or a baby daddy. Mm. Why don't they even call guys baby daddy? Say why is it only baby? They call people baby daddy, but it's not derogative. Oh yeah. It's not yeah. derogative. It's a thing of misogyny anyway. But ooh, and anyway, that's a whole nother yeah, that, story. That aside. So yeah. what if this person has a child? So I'm going to say, if someone has a child. And you love them, you are willing to you forgiving them, you've handled their past. I mean you've you've accepted their past. Okay, this child is part of the past and the child is not going to disappear or go away. So if you're accepting this person, the child comes with the package. Yeah. So if you're accepting the person, you're accepting the child. You have to accept that child as your child. Yeah. That it comes with you. So you have to ask yourself, can I accept this child as my child? No discrimination. Mm. If when I have my children, I will treat this child exactly like I'll treat my child yeah. because this child is my child. Yeah. This is my partner's child, so it is my child. So yeah. you have to deal with that on accepting the person and accepting the child. Mm. Even if the person, um, if like for example, if the baby mama is still in the picture, like the person is not in love. Mm. I'm using baby mama but because the, but the, I'm. They actually will be in the picture for the for the child because the, that child is a product of two people. Yeah. So that person's. Uh, the person that that mistake came from, like, mm. like the baby mama or the mm. baby or the baby daddy, mm. they will still be in the picture because that child is part of their life. So you have to get to the point where you accept the fact that that is going to be 
part of your life. Of like your you're, life. you're going to have to deal with both the baby mama and the child. Like I'm talking about accepting the child more, okay, okay, more. Okay. because yeah, yeah. I feel like the child might even come to stay over because yeah. like you are getting married to their parents. Yes, yes. So for example, if you're a guy and getting married to a woman that has a child already, most likely the child will come to live with you. Yes. Because the children usually stay with their mothers. Yeah. And if the, um you're marrying a father that has a child, the child will still come to the house and that child needs to be accepted and treated properly so yeah. you have to accept that and then you're also going to have to respect the mother or father of the child yeah and you are going to have to treat them rightly you are going to have to deal with all that so well, now okay this 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 tells a lot about the person you're with because yeah. the person has to make sure mm. that there is nothing in between them and the baby that and their, mm, and their mm. baby mama or mm, baby daddy mm. right one two they have to make sure that you are they they portray the fact that you mean more than them, yeah. they have to make sure that mm. they are open with you about everything because no yes. matter what happens, two mm. sides, mm. there are two sides to the story and two mm. sides. So they have to be honest to you about the truth about everything. and everything yes. so they can make you comfortable. Because yes. relating it back to us, mm. right? the reason why you're comfortable with the women in my past that mm. I did rubbish with totally because I was totally honest yes. with you yes. about and you, everything. about everything. So you know everything mm. and you know you mean more to me than them mm. and True. and the the they know that you mean more to me than do you understand so, so, so that no, way no, they can't come and throw anything in my uh, face uh, or come uh, at yeah. me with any sort of excuse yeah. me information that will pose as exactly. a problem exactly. so somebody right. has a question he said yeah. how do you tell your partner that something that they are currently doing is as a result of some behavioral tra- traits they had in the past because it's really it's usually delicate and it feels sensitive because it's their past all right i would say like every good relationship is built on a, on a foundation of honesty trust is built on a foundation of honesty so if i notice if we are getting into this relationship you have to trust my opinion and we have to agree to be totally open with each other so if i see a problem in your life that is as a result of your past you see like babe i'm not holding on to your past i forgive you and all that but i feel this problem is because of this issue from your past that you have not dealt with mm. and if you deal with it it's going to help you to stop having this problem mm. it's just truth it's just i've true, noticed yeah. it and i'm in the position in your life where i should tell you the truth yeah. so i have to tell you the truth yeah. me saying it does not mean i'm holding on to your past or i have not forgiven you for your past mm. you know it's just an issue from my past that needs to be dealt with true like if i feel you are still for example now i'm the girl in your life but you are still giving women from your past credence i have to tell you that mm-hmm. you i'm the woman in your life now you should not be giving them that kind of value i can't keep quiet about it though it's your past i have to mention it yeah. so and i feel like again it's very important that you you're with somebody who is submitted to the, submitted to the spirit of god mm. because the spirit of god has this thing where you will know that you're in the wrong mm. and you will understand he will make you understand where it's mm. coming from mm. and also when your spouse talks to you about mm. this mm. you're not going to react in such a way that will make you feel mm. like you're being attacked mm. because you know this person loves you mm. and wants the best for you so it will help a lot i also wanted to say that the way you tell the person is important yes yes don't empathy. say it in a der- derogatory manner like yeah. your past is coming to haunt us again or that kind of thing say it from a place of love yeah. i understand your past i don't hold it against you mm-hmm. or your past is posing as an issue and because i love you mm. i feel it's something you need to address also say how can i help you mm. to overcome this issue from your past say it 
from a place of compassion and love. So mm. the person feels loved. Mm. The person is able to accept your correction and able to walk through it. Mm. Never say it in a derogatory term. How you say it matters a lot. I think yeah. how you say it even matters more, more than, than what, what, you, you, what say. you say. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a question. Yeah. Okay, did you try to purposefully not mention how he was before he was saved? Even when there are good memories involved. Hmm. Okay, I'm trying to understand this question. Do, do you mean um that like did like, you just cut out my entire past and then whenever you wanted to think uh, about think it, whenever you wanted to like did you have to struggle with not bringing it up? No. I think. Okay. Uh, please, if you can clarify the question. Yes, yes, I think that's it. So how right. did you try to probably? Did you try to purposely not mention how it was before you were saved, okay. even when there are good memories involved? Hmm. Okay, so like I said, because I had handled Joshua's past in the place of prayer with God, I had I had handled it and I had handled it and it, I was going to say it is what it is, mm. whatever it's past. Mm-hmm. So I never felt the urge to bring it up. It mm. never hurts me in our marriage when he i never saw him repeating those patterns mm. in of the past with me mm. i never saw him um like acting a certain way with those girls when we were married mm. so he was totally open and honest with me and i could see that he had really changed and his past was past so there was no need to bring it up mm. there was or, no struggle need, with, or, or struggle with, with it not bringing it up yes because i like i basically don't never even thought of it yeah so another question is how do you deal with a partner that is still struggling with sexual sin but is saved? Um, now, this is a very serious issue because yeah. you're trying to build a life a life with this person. Yeah. You're trying to build a life that is forever with this person. Yeah. You're trying to build a life that will, in, 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 that will include other human beings, that's your children with yeah. this person. So it's very important that you're with somebody who has been able to see God's idea of sex, mm-hmm. accept it, mm-hmm. and submit to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So somebody that is still struggling with sexual sin, mm-hmm. that's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. That's a huge issue. It's not something that you just overlook and say, mm-hmm. okay, you're saved, I'm saved, let's still go ahead with it. No, you need to understand that as there's somebody that says as a hospital, people, everybody in the hospital is sick. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Also, like, people who are saved are still going through some things mm. that they need to overcome first. And the thing with us in Christ is that once the Holy Spirit works on you, mm. he, does, he, do, he does work on you. Like, because Christ died for our past, present, and future sin. Mm. So, he's not in a hurry to, to get you perfected. Mm. Do you understand? He wants to be perfected, but he, wants, he doesn't want eye service. He wants you to be really perfected and really over these things. Mm. So, somebody who is submitted to God mm. is very important to note that and be with somebody who submitted but you can't just be with anybody yeah. honestly so what do you have to say about all the right question? so um i was going to say that you see sexual sin is a big issue mm-hmm. okay so someone who you know our commitment to god in, uh, requires faithfulness mm-hmm. and our commitment to god always also requires like while we stay sexually pure is because of our commitment to god mm-hmm. so if this person is having issues with sexual sin which means they're having problem with their commitment to, to god, god yeah. and if this person cannot commit to god they're going to have problem with committing to you. to you yeah so because my assurance can of- i just say babe that you are 
so wise. Your oh wisdom. God. Thank you, my wisdom. Is dropping from Woo! heavenly places. Mm, my depth is, is it deep. It is flowing down your... So <laughs> continue, continue. Oh my God, guys. This this room is getting hot. <laughs> Hope clothes don't start flying. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> clothes will not fly. <laughs> Go on, All right. All Sorry, right. I cut you short. Go on. Okay, so I'm saying that if this person is not committed to God, they cannot be committed to you. Yeah. You know, if they are not faithful to God, they cannot be faithful to you. Why I know Joshua is faithful to me is because he's faithful to God. And yeah. his faithfulness to God is what keeps him faithful to me. Yeah. So I would say that someone that is struggling with sexual sin needs to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Needs to. It comes from a place where their relationship with the Lord has problems. Mm-hmm. There are gaps, yeah. you know, yeah. that need to be filled. Yeah. So that person needs to work on their relationship with the Lord and heal and deal with those issues first mm-hmm. before they can commit to you in yeah. a relationship. That's why it's, it's important to date somebody who is on their own celibacy journey. Yes. Not because of, not that, okay, because we want to date together, you're in a celibacy, okay, I will join you. No. Mm-hmm. That person should be on their own celibacy yes. journey. You should be on your celibacy journey that you guys just combine together. Yeah. Um, so, so another question is, how do you handle a situation where your partner struggles with a habit and you are beginning to pick up this habit? You are both safe. Okay, so habit in sense that is bad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, hmm. Wow. Um, Joshua, maybe you start with this while I think so <laughs> that I can give words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I had a lot of habits. Mm. Like, I was addicted to porn, addicted to cocaine, weed masturbation all of that and those are bad habits right and the reason i had those habits were because i had a god-sized hole in my heart and i tried to fill that god-sized hole with other things that could not fill it right now immediately the day i got saved all those all those habits went away because god filled that god-sized hole in me right so if anybody's struggling with habits it's still a thing of their spiritual growth Do you understand? Mm. Coming to the place where you are, you have understood God's love to you, yeah. God's love for you, mm-hmm. and you respond mm. to that love. Mm. The fruits of the spirit: mm. love, joy, peace, patience, mm. kindness. All those things. They ca- if you if you exhibit when you exhibit the fruit of the spirit, mm. it's difficult for habits to stick. Mm. It's difficult for you to acquire bad habits just mm. because you ex- exhibit it. And the fruit of the spirit actually means. The evidence of the spirit of God staying in you. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Because it did not say the fruits. It mm. said the fruits, fruits. Right? That's singular fruits. So mm. the evidence of the spirit of God within you, mm. the more you grow spiritually, the more you allow it access to your mind, mm-hmm. to your decision making processes, to your flesh. Do you understand? And you subject the flesh with that. Mm. So I would say I would say the both of you need to work on your relationships with God mm. apart. Mm. Like because if you stay together, you encourage that to continue in that habit. Mm. So you need to stay apart and work on yourselves mm. spiritually. On yeah. your spiritual also, I'll say be open with each other yeah. about these habits and what and the problem that is causing. Yeah. You can say, like, I noticed you had this habit. I thought I would help you overcome it. But I'm finding myself, you know, carrying out, like, doing the same thing as well. Mm-hmm. So which means you are rubbing off on me negatively. Which means we are affecting each other negatively. Yeah. Which is wrong because that's not the purpose of this relationship you have to affect each other positively not negatively so we might need to take time apart to deal with these habits yeah. and grow yeah when we're past it then we can come, come back. back together because i don't know how ah, you guys are going to work on it being together except you could try to create a structure 
it's difficult because we don't know exactly what the habit is so it's hard but if like if you guys could also talk about it and say okay what can we do to help us overcome these habits that we we'll both actively do so that we can go past this yeah. and also if you want to reach out to me um yeah. i i have been in the darkest of darks yeah. and i've come out by the power of god so if you want to reach out to me on my twitter josh defend yeah. so i can yeah. help talk about you can talk about these things yeah. and everything so thank you guys so much I lady, you can reach out to me as well okay we're almost done yes almost done yeah um we didn't talk about what okay, if the person okay, okay. Let's, let's go on. all right what if the person has an abortion we spoke about if mm. the person has a child out mm. of wedlock mm. so what if the person has mm. has had an abortion mm. all right so i'll allow joshua to talk about that yeah. all right so um when i was in ghana i mm. school in ghana uni my girlfriend then got pregnant right mm. and then i did that yoruba demon thing of subtly convincing her to have a mm. an abortion but making sure that she, the idea comes from her mm. herself do you understand that's mm. yoruba demon mm. that's uh what they call it manipulative kind mm. of thing mm. anyway so she we went to have the abortion and it happened and although i was not the one that laid on the the slab abortion, the yeah. abortion slab and it operated on me yeah. i was part of that choice yeah. i i fostered that choice yeah. i championed that choice yeah. so i was really tormented by it like that's one of the reasons why i was not even going to become a christian because i felt i didn't believe in a god yeah. and then also i didn't believe that even if even if there's a god he would want nothing to do with me because yeah. i killed an innocent child do you understand yeah. so first and foremost the person that has done the abortion has to know god's god's view on that mm. as they are saved mm. do you understand mm. for me when i got saved mm. the lord showed me that even in that moment his love for me was still an option mm. so his his forgiveness became a possession of mine mm. on that situation so mm. i was able to break free from it because honestly it's something that tormented me mm. day and day. sometimes i couldn't sleep because i was being tormented by guilt mm. that i've killed a child or anything but once christ came into my life his forgiveness became my possession mm. and i could know that okay i'm really forgiving for this thing i did mm. so that person has to the person that was part of the abortion stuff, mm. the, the your partner, mm. has, has to, to understand that God has forgiven yes. them. Understand God's forgiveness yes. and forgive themselves, themselves and yeah. not judge themselves by that action. Know yes. that I am who I am saved. God sees me yes. and doesn't see that sin as me. You know, yes. God doesn't hold against me. God doesn't see me and think, oh, he has committed murder and all that. God has forgotten about my sin it's passed to god yes but for you now that's for me now knowing my partner has had an abortion mm. how do i handle that mm-hmm. okay so the sin of abortion in the sight of god is the same as any other sin mm-hmm. it's same as lying it's mm. we as humans that regard oh abortion if yeah, because the consequences are different yes that the consequences of differences yes, are, are, are different, different but in god's eyes in god's the eyes, sin is the same they are, they are the same yeah. so i'm i'm going to say like when you are forgiving somebody for their past, yeah. you accept, you forgive everything. Yeah. So when I was forgiving Joshua, I forgave. Mm. Plus the, I knew about the abortion. I'm like, oh my God, he has had an abortion. Like that's deep and all that. But I forgave everything. I'm going to say, what if he's, you know, he's a guy? So of course, he did not, it was not carried out in his body. Mm. So what if he's a girl that had an abortion? And you know it could affect her ability to have children. Yeah. So... If you are accepting her, that's her past. Yeah. You must accept 
you know you must accept it and accept it in such a way that you don't judge her by it mm-hmm. she did it in error mm-hmm. when she didn't know god mm-hmm. she made a mistake it mm-hmm. was a mistake yeah. christ has forgiven her for it you forgive her for it and both of you and now you now see her with a clean slate you see her as a virgin if she has any problems with her reproductive system you have to be willing to accept her for it and be willing to pray with her yes. for healing yeah. and believe god for healing for her reproductive system so you are never going to have to mention that oh you had an ab- we are going to discuss you had an abortion yeah. or something that is like that's not an issue it's past it's past you yeah. deal with it and like that's when you've dealt with well, we have to round up, right? Yes, yeah, so okay. Have to round up okay. So once you've dealt with someone's past, like I said, it's past. Yeah. So you shouldn't come up again. You should deal with it in a place of prayer with God and never hold it against this person. Yeah. So yeah. and then um somebody asked, she said we should talk about vulnerability, being vulnerable with each other. Mm-hmm. It's so important to be vulnerable with each other as a married couple because mm-hmm. even sex mm-hmm. is built on Over- being vulnerable, vulnerable with each other yes. at first. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be vulnerable with each other and mm. be honest and open mm. with each other. That's how you guys come close. Like, mm. not being vulnerable puts up this guard. It's mm. invisible, but it's there. But once you're able to be open and vulnerable, mm. you can just talk with each other and it will go smoothly. So, mm. thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for yeah. tuning in. Yeah, we've we'll said this. Um, I guess the same principle refers to um of dealing with someone's past. First, when the person has committed murder, when the person has HIV. Yeah. I know ah, this HIV one is, is deep. There are a lot of dimensions oh, to it. Well, and time, we can, yes, things. we can't talk about it, it now because of time. So yeah. if you have any questions on that, you can message us privately. I can send you a voice note on yeah. that. And also, and uh, we have this YouTube channel. Yes, called... please, guys, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll put in, we put up a new video today. Yes, yeah. it's called Dikesena. So you can just search for our youtube for our channel, channel titled the kessenas on youtube and you see us there yeah so we have thank you so stuff. much for this opportunity we love you guys hope you guys have um learned a lot someone said this is every saturday <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys have learned a lot we love you guys i'm so grateful for the opportunity and hope you guys have enjoyed my voice i know you guys are used to joshua <laughs> yeah the feminine side is good so thank you for the opportunity love you guys hope you guys so much take care bye, bye.